Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here for the Super Bowl. No more playoffs, no more weeks. This is it, the final game of the season. The Kansas City Chiefs meet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Super Bowl 55. Achilles, are you ready to break down the Super Bowl game? You know, I kind of don't want to. I kind of want to just hold off and maybe they won't play the game until we finish reviewing it or uh, previewing it. If that's the case, then uh, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just hold well, off. We can go back to like the first round of the playoffs. If you'd like to preview uh, those games. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone would listen, but uh, we could do that. Now, can we just start at week one and kind of work our way there? <laughs> week one. Well, the Rams had promise at that point. In the year. <laughs> there was still a lot of hope for my boys. <laughs> All right, the Super Bowl. Let's get into it. Um, how do you think this game is going to break down? You know, this is one of those games. Now, I, I've talked about it before. I, I'm not a huge gambler when it comes to the final three weeks of the season, four weeks of the season, especially when it comes to the playoffs. We were At all that aware point, of that by your record. Yeah. Oh, oh low. low. <laughs> hey. I, I don't remember what the final record was, okay, but I, I, I'm pretty sure we were pretty much spot on. So, uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, when it comes to the playoffs and especially like the Super Bowl, I become more of a fan, and I just I'd rather sit back and just watch the games as opposed to uh, throw skin into the game. But you know, this game, I'm a little confused. I'm torn. I'm really, really torn. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you just yet who I think is gonna win this game, but. I will say that I've kind of been, you know, going back and forth, you know, my head's telling me one thing and my gut is telling me a completely different thing. So um, I kind of want to hear your take on this and towards the end of the show, then we'll definitely get into who we think is going to win this game and some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a little torn as well. Uh, I, I'm thinking one thing and I just, I, I don't know if it's uh, maybe a bias toward really what I saw from Tampa Bay in the playoffs where, Honestly, I didn't think they played well at all. But then, uh, you know, I start to look at it and I don't think their offense played well. But really, their defense has probably played well, really, if you look at it for most of the season, if not all year. And uh, they were extremely, extremely good in the playoffs. Um, Matchup wise, I, I do just have this feeling that this is going to be one of those uh, Super Bowls where it's a big route. I, I'm, I'm getting a feel of uh, those mid-90s Cowboys teams where uh, they just had so much talent, much like this Kansas City team. And um, it's just a, a little bit of a mismatch. Now, um, I can see where if Tampa Bay can do what they did to uh, Green Bay and if Kansas City gets into that red zone and not necessarily red zone, but that 10 yard lines are less and they can hold them to maybe a couple field goals. 
maybe this turns into a, a game where Tampa Bay has a chance uh, on the final possession or two to uh, make this a real ball game. But a, a part of me just feels Kansas City's going to come out and uh, get on top, uh, much like they did in the regular season matchup. And uh, unlike in the regular season matchup, I, I don't think Kansas City would uh, pull back and sort of uh, do what they did most of the regular season, where is they seem to build a lead, let the teams back in, and then uh, sort of close out the game by getting a couple first downs and ending it. I think if they get up, they're going to push the button and uh, put this thing as a you know blowout. I I'm just curious how you're seeing things here. What Do you think this will be closer than I do? If I'm not mistaken, I believe that the uh, regular season, uh, season matchup was of 27-24 in, in favor of the Chiefs. Yeah, it was that game where uh, Hill had like 250 like 200 yards. yards in the first quarter. They, you know, single covered him without any safety help. Um, I hope that if that strategy comes back out, uh, I will feel much more confident about a blowout. Um, but yeah, the, but the Chiefs, that's what happened. They got out to a big lead. I, I believe it was like 24-3, uh, something like that. And then, you know, uh, Chiefs sort of pulled back. Tampa Bay climbed back in it. And, uh, you know, the Chiefs did their thing where Tampa Bay came down and scored. Tampa Bay needed a stop on defense. Chiefs got two first downs, you know, on like three plays and uh, game over. Yeah, well, see, as, as I'm sitting here trying to break down the game in my head, you know, there's a couple things that are just kind of uh, gnawing at me a little bit. One, I don't think that this Buccaneers team, I know that it, you know, it's not really that, uh, you know, that that big of a, dis of a distance as far as time played. But I don't think that this Buccaneers team is quite the same team uh, that the Chiefs faced during the regular season. I think that they've probably meshed a little bit better. I think they're probably a little more uh, – I don't know. They, they've got a little more of an ebb and flow going on. I think that they're probably playing a lot better together right now um, than they were at that point in the season. But I will say this, as potent as the Chiefs offense is, as good as their offense is, uh, they've definitely showed some lapses on defense throughout the season and even a little bit in the playoffs um, where they show some signs of being susceptible to letting teams kind of get back into it. So that part, you know, gives me a little pause for concern. Uh, I will say, though, that for some weird reason, I've got this, this really strange feeling that as much as we're talking about the uh, Chiefs office and how good they are, you know, we're kind of overlooking that Buccaneers defense. And I know that it's not, you know, the, the best defense, but they were a really good defense, especially when you look at the numbers. Um, and they also have so many weapons on offense themselves. You know, they've got a lot of good wide receivers. You know, they've got a pretty good running backs. And of course, they've got, you know, arguably the greatest of all time in Tom Brady. So those type of things give me a little pause for concern. I think that, you know, we're all really enamored um, in the whole Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid offense that we're probably overlooking a lot of these, uh, you know, little nu uh, nuances that are going to play part in this game. And, and it's, the only thing that's really kind of making me pause before I make these predictions, but I think that it's probably going to be a lot tighter than, than people uh, anticipate. And uh, I know you think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a little bit tighter. And if, you know, Super Bowl, kind of the way that it's always gone, uh, in my opinion, uh, I've always played these uh, Super Bowl boxes 
I don't know. I know you're not a big fan of those things. I am not a boxers fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've talked about this before. I'm a, I'm a props fan, not a boxes fan. Now, you know, boxes is basically all chance. But I, I do, you know, remember, like I said, I play this almost every every Super Bowl. And the scores tend to be a little bit weird. There's usually a safety or, you know, some sort of, a, you know, gimmick play where, something goes wrong or goes astray and, and you end up having like these really weird scores and it happens in the Super Bowl so much as far as recent memory uh, goes for me that I think this is going to be one of those weird ones. And it's probably why you see a lot of these uh, big gambling sites come up with these, uh, you know, these promotional bets that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that might be the most interesting uh, thing about this is uh Super Bowls uh, tend to start out real slow uh, scoring-wise, but uh, both these teams have pretty good experience, uh, you know, playing in big games. Uh, you know, Tampa, the team has not played in big games, but uh, a lot of the players on uh, both sides of the ball have played in uh, big-time games. So I, I am very curious how uh, both these teams start out, and maybe we get a, a, a quick start to the Super Bowl. Um the Chiefs have tended to start slow in the playoffs. I, I guess you can say that. I mean, they got down nine nothing to Buffalo and stuff like that, but then they reel off, you know, like twenty points in the second quarter. So I, I don't know if that's all that slow. If you're reeling off twenty points in the second quarter or not, but um, I am curious if this game starts out, uh, you know, hotter than most Super Bowls usually do because of that experience and the teams are ready to go. There's not all that emotion where you're going a little too hard. Um, you, you can't sort of settle the brain down. I, I think both teams will be a, a little more settled than most teams are in the Super Bowl. And maybe we get uh, a pretty uh, sort of normal start that leads to a pretty normal game. Now, uh, to your point about the way Kansas City starts games, they do actually start off games pretty slow. Um, as I was looking back at the numbers, they seem to be more of a, you know, kind of one of those, like one of those older cars, you know, that it still runs and it runs really well, but you kind of got to get it warmed up first. And uh, that's the way that the Kansas City Chiefs kind of play. As I was looking at the numbers, their second quarter and fourth quarter compared to first quarter and third quarter, they're sc scoring probably about a 1.5 or two points to, you know, to one ratio when it comes to sc uh, scoring points. So they're definitely much better as the game progresses. Um, you know, then even coming out of halftime, they're not as good as they are at closing out the games. And we definitely saw this in the regular season plenty of times when other teams were in this, you know, in the game, they had the chance to win the game. And then of course, uh, as we'd expect, Kansas City would come out and actually win that game. But that's one of the things that does scare me. And Tampa Bay, on the other hand, um, they start off very slow also, but right in the middle of the game, that second and third quarter is when they really pick up their play. So that's also something to keep in mind. If uh, the teams follow the trend of the way they play, there could be a situation where maybe the Chiefs kind of take an early lead and then Tampa Bay uh, makes a little bit of a comeback. But again, a lot of this stuff still remains to be seen. Uh, I'm just excited to watch. Yeah. Um, well, I was curious to ask you about that. Um, I, I think if Kansas City starts off slow, I don't think any of us really panic all that much because we know a run is coming. Um, 
but Tampa, who has started slow, uh, Green Bay game excluded. Um, if the Chiefs get up, and I mean actually up, we're talking 14, nothing, you know, uh, 17, three, something like that. Do you think Tampa really would have the capability of being able to come back on this uh, Chiefs team? Because I, I think that's where I get my blowout feel. If this Tampa team continues the trend of starting slow and working their way into the game, Kansas City hits a couple big plays. It's 14 nothing. It's 17-3. I mean, even if it's like 17-7, I just feel like uh, Tampa won't be able to get themselves back in the game, and Kansas City will just – be humming on offense and able to hit explosive plays and control the game. And that's where I think I sort of get the blowout feel. Now I, I understand where you're coming from, but you have to take this into consideration. Tampa Bay threw three interceptions, not Tampa Bay, Tom Brady threw three interceptions and they still won the game. This team has so many different weapons has so many different positions, both offense and defense. Now, Granted, we don't talk about them as much. Some of the guys we already know, they're big names because of what they've done before. Not so much what they've done this season, um, you know, kind of like Antonio Brown. But this team as a whole plays really well. They've been playing really well during the playoffs. I think as I'm looking at the trends for Tampa Bay, especially as the season progressed, like I said, they start off really slow. Um, if you break it down by quarters, the first quarter is actually their lowest scoring, uh, you know, section of the game for the entire season including the playoffs but when you get into that second third and fourth quarter they they get going and that's you know the whole old car the old sports car analogy plays perfectly with them because they start off slow and then they finish really strong that second third and fourth quarter is when they really you know put their foot on the gas pedal and just you know go as fast as they can and and it shows based off how many points they've scored uh later in that game so I, I think that even if Kansas City were to take a big lead, like 14 nothing, even 17 nothing, I think that Tampa Bay is still in this game. And it's because they have a really good defense that at any point could completely shut down an offense. Um, they have a lot of weapons on offense. We've seen it even with Brady throwing three interceptions. He, was, he still managed to put a big points and win that, that game. So we can't discount that. We also have to take into consideration Kansas City doesn't really have an elite defense. They have a really good, they have a good defense with playmakers. They have a lot of guys that are that make big plays on the ball and you know, some guys that relish the big moments. So they could possibly uh, come out and, and really be game changers, but they don't have uh Steelers type of defense or Ravens type or a Rams type of defense where you're going into this game and fearful of that defense. You're thinking yeah. about the Chiefs, you're thinking about that offense. So they still have the possibility of letting teams into the game. Uh, so I wouldn't be too concerned even if Kansas City goes up big. That's one of the reasons why I think it's going to be a lot closer than people anticipate. Yeah. All right. So uh, my other question about this, um, Todd Bowles, uh, you know his scheme. He's very aggressive, loves to blitz. Um, he's left his corners on islands. Now um, – He's gotten away with it in the Saints and Green Bay and Washington game. Now, this is a different animal, totally. Uh, 
do you think he, he's been a guy who hasn't adjusted his scheme, you know, really, I mean, you know, minor adjustments, but he's going to be always be aggressive and sort of leave his corners exposed, trusting them to be uh, physical and, uh, you know, not let them get off the line clean. This is a very dangerous team to sort of play that game with where you're leaving corners on islands. Uh, Watkins is supposed to be back healthy. So the chiefs will have even more weaponry out there. How do you think Bowles should play this? Um, do you think he should dial it back a little bit? Because also you you say that uh, the Bucks have been successful by getting those kinds of pressures on Aaron Rodgers, on uh, Drew Brees, and uh, forcing turnovers, which has been their main source of how they've scored points. Uh, but it seems like a really, really uh, very thin edge to be playing on because if that – pressure doesn't get to Mahomes or Mahomes escapes it. Um, I just don't know if you can get away with uh, leaving your corners and uh, safeties and linebackers exposed on guys like Hill and Kelsey and Watkins and Hardeman and, you know, every other, you know, 20 guys who can run fast and gain large yardage uh, for the Kansas city chiefs. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, when we look at it that way, yeah, it, We've seen Todd Bowles make these type of uh, decisions before. And, and specifically, you can even go back to that regular season matchup between these two teams. Well, that's is what it, I'm, uh, I was going to – the regular season is one thing. Would you adjust in the Super Bowl, or do you just sort of ride with your system, trust in your system that has been successful for – I mean, Todd Bowles has been a great defensive coordinator for such a long time. I, I just – I can't get my head around how you would adjust your system – uh, especially if you're pulling off aggressiveness and then you don't get pressure and you're doing something that's not uh, in these players' personality, really. Well, think about the teams that uh, Tampa Bay has played just during the playoffs, not the regular season, just during the playoffs. They've played some of the top offenses in the, in, in the NFL. You know, I mean, arguably the two top offenses in the NFL, uh, especially, you know, whether you're talking about statistics or, or scheme, you know, Definitely, in my opinion, two of the best offenses in the league. And they were able to, you know, move on. They're they're in the Super Bowl. The other teams aren't. So something's working. Um, I couldn't quite pinpoint exactly what it is. You know, normally I would say dial it back a little bit. But this is the thing in the Super Bowl. We all know defense wins championships. We saw it, you know, with the Rams. When the Rams faced off against the Patriots in the Super Bowl, the Rams had like one of the best offenses that year and they got completely shut down in the Super Bowl. And it's because of defense and scheme. So I think that they have to stick to the formula that's working. Uh, and I, that formula, I know that they're going to end up, you know, giving up some big plays, but that formula consists of bringing in pressure, adding maybe, you know, an extra guy in the box. And instead of just uh, kind of, you know, rushing with four, bringing uh, extra pressure from different sides, using your front seven to create a havoc on that line and, you know, try to throw Patrick Mahomes off his game a little bit. Um, maybe disguise a couple linebackers here, make make it seem like they're dropping down, but, you know, then actually bring him back and, uh, and, and put him into coverage. It's hard to cover these Kansas City weapons, though, you know, when it comes to either Travis Kelsey, who's a huge target, He's probably faster than a lot of wide receivers, and he's got great hands, great quarter, great vision. Um, and then you talk about Ty Tyreek, probably the fastest guy you know on this field. I don't care what 
you know, Tampa Bay wide receivers have to say that he's probably the fastest wide receiver on the field uh, during this Super Bowl. So it's going to be interesting. It, it, like I said, there's just so many different things that tug at me. You know, I feel one way uh, in the morning and then I feel a completely different way in the evening. And um, it's really hard for, for me to pinpoint how I'm going to, you know, decide on what's going to happen. But I know that by the end of the show, we have to make a decision. So <laughs> I'm working my way there. Yeah, I think that's probably the most fascinating thing to me in this game is how that scheme works out. Uh, you know, it, it just might be one of those like uh, basketball things where we're like uh, styles make matchups and team A can't beat team B because team A can do this. And I, I think I'm a little worried that uh, this Tampa Bay scheme is just like, it's a bad matchup for this Kansas city, you know, offense. And uh, you either have to go against what you believe in. And I don't know if that helps you, or you have to go with what you believe in, go full bar aggressive. And then you're just opening yourself up to big plays from numerous, uh, you know, I think that's what makes it so hard. It's not just Tyreek Hill. It's not just Travis Kelsey. You know, it's, you know, a reverse to Hardeman. It's Watkins catching something over the middle. I mean, hell, it's Pringle making, you know, a jump ball catch. It's just, there's so much stuff. And when you start committing that many guys to get that pass rush, the way Mahomes escapes the pass rush, it, it just makes it really hard. And it, it, and it's not an NBA thing like in basketball where you have a seven game series to sort of slowly tweak things, you know, in and out. It's a one game series. You got one shot at this. And if that scheme's not right, uh, Tyreek Hill might have two touchdowns. You adjust a little bit. Then Kelsey has two touchdowns and you adjust a little bit more. And we got Hardeman screaming down the sideline on some sort of reverse. And it just sort of builds, but I do think the thing that um, if Tampa Bay can get maybe two stops like they did in Green Bay when Kansas City is in that red, red zone area of probably 15 yards or closer and force field goals, I, I would say Tampa Bay has a chance. Um, I just don't know if – I feel like Kansas City's creativity down in that area – gives them an extra chance that I didn't think Green Bay's uh, creativity down in that area gave them. Uh, basically, Green Bay's play down there was, uh, whereas Devontae Adams were forcing the ball into Devontae Adams, whereas I think the Chiefs are much more open and creative down there. So I don't know if Tampa can get those kind of stops in that red, red zone. The conclusion that I've come to is that this game is going to be decided by one factor, and that factor is going to be the defensive scheme of the Kansas city chiefs. I think that the Tampa Bay defense is good. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of good players. Like I've pretty much stated all season long. I think that the Kansas city offense is good. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty obvious. I think, like I said, the biggest factor in this game is going to be that Kansas city defense versus that Tampa Bay offense. If they can somehow get to Brady and just, trouble him, throw him off rhythm, throw the timing off, bump the wide receivers at the line of scrimmage, you know, just Tom Brady is not the most mobile quarterback and he's not the youngest newsflash. He's probably one of the oldest guys, you know, on that field. And it's going to be really come down to that. In my opinion, it's going to come down to whether the Kansas city defense can make enough plays 
to keep Brady from scoring. And even then, I still think it's going to be tight. And, and I just go back to that three interception game. It's just, if you were to tell me during the playoffs that a specific quarterback threw three interceptions, there's no way that I would even wager any type of money. I don't care what kind of odds you give me that that team moved on. I mean, I don't know what you think about that. I, I just don't see it happening. And somehow they're in the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to count them out. It's hard for me to discount what they've done, the work they've done, you know, to get to this point. Um, but I think the problem is that with the Super Bowl, there's just one game. So we tend to overanalyze everything. So I think when it comes down to making my decision, I'm basically just going to make it as simple as possible. Which team do I think is better? Which team do I think can win? And, and I think that's basically what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, one matchup thing I wanted to ask you about, it, it's probably – uh, you have Devin White uh, probably matched up against Kelsey a whole lot. Um, I, I think White's probably, if not the best linebacker in the league right now, certainly uh, would be in anybody's top three linebackers in the league right now versus Kelsey, who is uh, by far the best tight end. I know you would never, one person is not going to stop Kelsey, even as good as Devin White is. Do you see a matchup in the favor of the Tampa Bay Bucks with White matching up with Kelsey there, and maybe they could get away with uh, some solo coverage, uh, White matching up with Kelsey, or you just think it's way too dangerous to put a linebacker solo on Kelsey and uh, he'll just blow by him? There's a reason why Kelsey uh, is considered to be one of the best tight ends in the league. There's a reason why he's got – so many Chiefs records, you know, even as great as tight ends as they've had there, the guy's breaking records. There's a reason why you put a linebacker on him, he's too fast. You put a corner or safety on him, he's too big. He's a matchup nightmare. So I don't think that you can really count anybody going up against Kelsey as a potential, you know, positive matchup. I think if you're going up against Kelsey, you're going to have to, get some help you you have to, like i said bump him early on um if he's running around you bump him early on throw him off his ride a little bit and then you know hopefully you have some help because it doesn't really matter how you play the guy he's going to get his numbers and if he doesn't if you focus all your attention on him guess what happens that leaves holes and those holes are then exposed by a bunch of other guys like you said sammy watkins or tyreek hill i mean they just they that offense is so creative but yet so simple. And, and what I mean by that, it's when I look at a team like the New Orleans Saints, who have a very creative offense, their offense is based off of all these moving parts. And it's almost like a game of chess, you know, where Sean Payton ha has all these things. Okay, well, this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen, which is going to leave this guy open. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. He's the guy's a mastermind when it comes to kind of putting together game plans. The Chiefs offense is not quite as, you know, immersive, but it's very effective and it's it's still really hard to kind of plan against. Uh, a lot of it has to do with those players. You know, you don't always run into a Patrick Mahomes. You don't always run into a Kelsey or a, a Hill. And even at the running back position, I know that, you know, they've kind of been rotating a little bit, but they've got a lot of guys that got a little bit of, you know, a threat or they got a little bit of mileage left in them and even some guys that, you know, want to make a name for themselves. So 
I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, I think that the matchup to watch here, like I said, is going to be that Kansas City defense versus that Tampa Bay offense. I, that's the matchup that I'm looking forward to watching. I think that's going to be uh, very telling as far as how the game's going to go. All right. So we did some matchup previews. Let's get into our picks. These are our final football picks for, well, quite quite a while. Uh, I might be able to give you some NBA picks at uh, some point in time. Maybe by the playoffs, we'll we'll do some series prices, and you can just take the Lakers every time in a in a series. Always do, baby. Always do. <laughs> but these will be our last football picks for um, probably about six months here. So um, let's start with the game overall. Do you have a pick for us on the game overall? Yes, I, 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 like I said, I'm gonna just get all the noise out of my head, and I'm just gonna get some. I'm simplified, and I'm going with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs to win this game. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl, and I think that uh, it's gonna be a tight one. But I think that they, that they're gonna pull it off. All right, I, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs minus three, as you might expect, considering I'm taking a blowout. And if you listen to our prop show, I, I like a. A lot of those props that had the Kansas City Chiefs score a lot, a lot of points in the winning big. But um, I'm really interested in the line movement here. There's been a whole lot of mo- money put on Tampa Bay this week. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, fake money to try to drive this line down. It's now down to three or it's uh, real money and everybody is just being weird because Tampa Bay and uh, Tom Brady is here and we all love him and it's a pretty public team. But uh I think minus three is a pretty nice value for the Kansas City Chiefs here. I, I feel like if this was a regular season game in a neutral site, uh, I don't think we'd be getting minus three. I'll tell you what, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if it was down to two and a half. Uh, because like I said, I've got a feeling that it's going to be a very tight game. And do I foresee it to be you know, uh, one touchdown? I don't know. I, I mean, I could very easily see this being a field goal game. Um, I believe the last matchup they had was a field goal game. I, I I have to look up the score. I can't, I don't have it written down or anything, but off the top of my head, I think it was like a field goal game. So if that's the case, I mean, it's, that's going to be a tight one. Um, and like I said, this, to me, this Tampa Bay team is playing a lot better than they did during that matchup. Um, so we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm still going to roll with the chiefs. I think, you know, the uh, defending Super Bowl champs, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. Uh, I think they've got a really good thing going and, uh, it almost feels like they were kind of coasting throughout the season and they started picking it up a little bit during the playoffs and they were just waiting for this big game. They've been saving all their energy and their Red Bull and monster energy for, uh, for this particular game. Yeah. All right. So uh, we made our picks. Uh, Are there any other bets on the game? Uh, Non-prop. If you'd like to know all our prop bets, we have a very entertaining show with our man, dynamite David, where we pick all sorts of props. So, uh, just game, uh, bets, uh, quarters, halves, uh, margins, whatever. Uh, are there any others you really like in this game? I mean, I, I'm not sure if I touched on it during our prop, sh- our prop pick show, but um, I also am going a little unorthodox here, and I am going with a position you don't normally hear for MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, and I think that not only will the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, uh, I think that all the attention is going to be on Tyreek Hill uh, after that. 200 plus yard game that he had the first time around. And I think it's going to open things up for Kelsey. 
And I think Kelsey is going to have a big, big game. And I think he's going to be, uh, I can't remember the last time a tight end won MVP, but uh, I think Kelsey's going to be the first tight end MVP that we've uh, had in a long time. So um, that's another one of my picks. All right. So Cameron Brait for MVP. From- <laughs> you take that back. You t- listen. And, and if, uh, if you're interested, you can also go to our website where we're having a little contest right now. Uh, you can win some swag. Uh, you go to greenlightnetwork.org and uh, you put in some information just so we can contact you if you win. But, you know, you fill out a little uh, sheet. It's just a few picks. Um, it's free to play. So all you got to do is just select what you think is going to win, whether we have some commercial prop beds, we have some uh, MVP we have some prop from beds. every category. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Um, and it's, it's free to play. So there's no, there's no losing. There's only a chance of winning. So if, uh, if you'd like to get in on the fun, make sure you go to our website and, uh, and lo- check that out and get it, get in there before, uh, for the deadline ends, which is, I believe 5 PM Eastern time, uh, Super Bowl day. Yes. Correct. Uh, we might be a little late on it. So you might be able to stretch it to six, uh, depending on, uh, energy levels, uh, per Sunday. Now I don't, I don't have the authority to make those claims. Uh, I don't want the producer screaming at me. So uh, I'm just going to go with whatever's on the page, which is 5 PM. Uh, but if champ says six, then go for it. All right. I had a couple other uh, game things I was going to do. I, I liked stacking uh, the first half. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ride with my Chiefs uh, win big and uh, starting at minus seven and a half in the first half, Kansas City Chiefs, it's plus 210. Then minus eight and a half is plus 225. Minus nine and a half is plus 240. And minus 10 and a half is plus 310. So I like taking each one of those, stacking them. And if we can get a two touchdown lead going into halftime, uh, you can win a whole lot of money there. And then, um, the other one I liked is uh, fourth quarter. Uh, Tampa Bay is plus a half point in the fourth quarter, and I really liked that. Uh, I If my Chiefs are up big, uh, they will be trying to run it out, and uh, we might get a couple Chiefs scores by Tampa Bay. And uh, that way you don't have to take it in-game. Will they wait it thinking Tampa Bay is going to score? You could take it right now and get a half point for the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. But uh, also that – works in reverse if it's a close game and uh, the Chiefs have the ball. <laughs> you probably aren't going to like that too, bet too much. Now, here's another one that I'm throwing out there, and I haven't looked into it, but just based off the numbers on my sheets here, uh, I'm probably going to take the over on the uh, first half score. Um, and that's just based off, like I said, off the points that they've scored. As I was going through the season, the Kansas City Chiefs scored a total of 486 points during the regular season whereas Tampa Bay scored 501 points. Now, the majority of those points came in the second quarter. So I think that that second quarter is probably going to be the the largest uh, points-wise. So I'm going to take the over on that first half. All right. Uh, any other bets? No, I think uh, with these, uh, these couple bets that we just uh, mentioned now and our uh, prop show bets, I think that uh, I'm pretty much I got a full full dish. Yeah, I think I got a full dish too because I have a whole lot of money uh, wagered in random and weird props and uh, we haven't even gotten into the game uh, bets yet. So uh, it should be an interesting Sunday like it always is as I'm trying to count minutes, seconds, 
receptions, uh, wardrobe changes, uh, commercials when they come up. It's always a fun and uh, complicated Sunday. Um, this will be our last real game show, but the show will not end. We're going to go down to one show a week uh, starting next week. We'll have our review and uh, start getting into our team recaps. And uh, by the time those end, uh, we're going to get into some draft stuff. Uh, after the draft, um, we might be dancing around in different jerseys. I don't know. But uh, by then, then the preseason will have started and we'll be back into action. But uh, football time won't go away. We're just going to go down to one one show a week and uh, and then uh, bump it back up into two uh, around the time the season gets started. Uh, also, you can find our man Achilles Rain on the Know It All podcast. He'll be with me talking some NBA too if you'd like to get into some NBA action. And uh, I think we're going to have a fun movie podcast uh, in the works and coming up soon as well. So uh, Achilles, where can we find you? Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at TD Achilles. You can find me on Facebook under Achilles Reign. And uh, you can also uh, follow me through our website, which is greenlightnetwork.org. All right. And be sure to enter our contest. You can find it on greenlightnetwork.org under the football time uh, section. Uh, you can also find it on our Facebook page, Greenlight Network. Uh, you can find it on our YouTube video. Uh, the link will be below it. Uh, that's also Greenlight Network. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, GLNChamp5, and the same thing on Instagram. That's our show, and we're out.